0: Happy Monday. I'm in a good mood. Austin's in a good mood. We're all in a good mood here. So, there was a lot of good football this weekend. A lot to unpack. It was a good football weekend, but it was an even better Monday. Stay tuned to figure out what that's talking about. But, it was a good weekend of football. There's a lot to unpack. We're looking forward to telling every, talking about the game. We're going to chill, talk about the games, get you caught up to speed going into week six next week. Should be a good time. This is K&A Football. All right, Austin. So we're now five weeks done with the game' we're done with the NFL season, yeah. aside from tonight's game between the Chiefs and the Raiders. Yeah. should be a good game,
1: almost a third done with the season.
0: Don't talk about that. It's a little bit that's a little sad, but yeah, yeah. it was a lot of good games yesterday.
1: yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of good games, a lot of games that we didn't really see coming Mm-mm. for sure. Um, but with it being the end of week five. You know, up until this point, we've been saying, oh, it's only week three, week four. Now the end of week five is here, which means that with week one being the week of overreactions from every team being like, oh, no, we're bad or oh, no, we're great. Week five is when you actually start to be like, "Okay, if you have been playing well, it's time to panic. If you've been playing well, you got to keep the foot on the gas. I saw an interesting statistic over the weekend that if your team is three and two, you have like a 45 percent chance of making the playoffs. But if you're two and three, it's less than a twenty two percent chance of making the playoffs. So week five is a pretty big deciding week for most teams and their futures.
0: Yeah, this is this is the time of year where we start learning like, oh, like this team is like legit, like they Mm -hmm. could do something, or this team is just like they were a fluke at the start of the season, like you know. Right. So I mean this is the fun part of the season, the bulk of the season. You're starting to learn everything all about these teams
1: right the games start to matter mm-hmm. your wins actually start to mean something where right? yeah. it has playoff implications opposed to just kind of playing more of a preseason style yeah. of football for these first couple weeks but yeah, yeah. there's a good lineup over the weekend and I'm excited to talk about it
0: yeah so this kickoff week 5 you know there's a lot of good games this weekend however this was not one of them the worst of every NFL game I've ever watched i if you did not watch this game i am not exaggerating when i say I do not think that there will be a worse NFL game in history than the Colts and the Broncos on Thursday night football last week or this week.
1: Yeah. If you didn't watch this game. Good for you. I'm jealous. I I envy you. I watched every minute of that game and I am so sorry I did.
0: Yeah. You know, I I'm weird. So I have like, I can't go to bed if there's a game on, like I have to watch every minute of the game. Like I, it's super weird. Like I just like, I tried to do it earlier this season, but I couldn't go to bed. So I went back downstairs and watched the rest of the game. So, like, I'm sitting there, and I was like, this game is so boring. And my mom and dad are like, Caden, you know you don't have to watch it. Just go to bed. And I'm like, I can't do that. Like, I have to watch the game. But it was so boring. Like, two teams that had a lot of expectations going into the year just absolutely just faltered all expectations. Yeah.
1: If you don't know what has happened in this game, you don't know what the final score was. To give you a little recap, there were zero touchdowns scored this game. It was field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal. Regulation ended being tied 9-9. Forced it to overtime. And then we had to sit through an extra like quarter of football to watch the Colts kick a game-winning field goal to win 12-9, Yeah, which is
0: just awful. You now Nathaniel Hackett is a pretty bad coach. I mean, he's going down instead of tying the game. Uh, in the in overtime to tie the game, he went for the mm-hmm. for the touchdown on fourth and two, and instead of just running the ball, Russell Wilson, poor Russell Wilson, he's experienced this too much in his career. But instead of just running the ball and getting the easy first or the touchdown, he throws. KJ Hamler was wide open in the end zone, and then throws it to somebody else, and it was incomplete. Russ throws
1: it into traffic. Yeah, incomplete when he had a wide open guy. Yeah, but classic Russ.
0: I mean, if you're a Colts fan, congrats on the win. You can't be happy. I mean, no team, both teams deserve to lose.
1: Yeah, I wish that we could redact the, the uh, win from the Colts and the loss from the Broncos and just give them both a loss here.
0: None of them deserved a win. That was really sad. But you know, the saddest part about it is yet yeah, this Thursday's game might be even worse. It's the Bears in Washington.
1: It has potential to be worse,
0: which is very sad.
1: Fortunately, Justin Fields has looked electric. Carson Wentz has been putting up <coughs> good numbers despite all the interceptions he throws. So we should actually get touchdowns this Thursday. Hopefully. Hopefully. But yeah, that game was atrocious. We obviously both got that game wrong. We assumed that um, there would be like a touchdown scored or like yeah. some semblance of offense, but there wasn't.
0: Yeah, I'm trying really hard to stay focused, but I just see out of the corner of my eye Sue Ellen back here, selfieing everything. Just selfie, <laughs> selfie, I had selfie.
1: To my Man. Man, Sue <laughs> Ellen, Sue Ellen's taking all the B reels. Whatever, Literally just
0: a, jump into the next game. Boy, <laughs> Giants Packers in London in London uh Giants with a good comeback escaping with a win Giants looks good
1: yeah um yeah the Giants ended up winning um the Packers offense has been doing next to nothing all year so far yeah. so Packers it's time to start being concerned um maybe go sign Odell Thank he's going to come back at some point soon this year um he should be his ACLs pretty much recovered, so he should be good to play coming up pretty soon. But you need a wide receiver. Like They can't throw the ball. They have done nothing. Um, New York was up at the end of this game. Green Bay, in classic Green Bay fashion, went down to tie the game, or to win the game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers then, shockingly gets batted down twice at the line. So that gives it back to the Giants. The Giants can't do anything. They give it back to the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, you're like, okay, here it is. Aaron Rodgers, time for his Hail Mary. We all know the drill. He chucks one up. They catch it. Packers win. Aaron Rodgers, Hail Mary. Classic. Didn't happen. The Giants actually brought a good rush.
0: They got in there in like a second.
1: Yeah, Aaron Rodgers had no time to roll out. It it looked very similar. The play, the breakdown of it, looked very similar to the uh, Arizona Hail Mary that he threw where he rolls all the way out to the side, throws it from the left hash all the way down to the end zone. But he couldn't get the ball off this time. This time. They sacked him. He actually fumbled the ball, and the Giants jumped on it.
0: Yeah. Packers, they got a lot to worry about. I mean, they don't have anyone for Rodgers to throw to. Their offensive line doesn't look great. I mean, the Giants were getting in there, like, so easily. Mm-hmm. They were batting the balls. Like, their offense, their offenses as a whole looked really bad. Their running game didn't do anything. Like, Packers, I mean, I mean, they got Aaron Rodgers, so obviously you can't count them out, but they got a lot to think about going into the next couple weeks. They got to Start looking at receivers and free agency or maybe try to work a trade out for somebody. Absolutely,
1: yeah. They haven't done anything. Like you said, time to panic. Um, but, you know, congrats to New York, man. Hey. Their coach is phenomenal. They took a squad that looks exactly like it did last year. They didn't really add pieces. They didn't lose any pieces. It's the same guys. Saquon's healthy, so that is a big bonus. But credit to the coaching. shows what good coaching can do, and you have it.
0: Yeah, uh, week five... Uh, probably unanimous coach of the year so far. Yeah, absolutely. Taking a team that hasn't won four games in the last, I don't even know how many years, and now they're four and one, leading, not leading, second in the NFC East, which is incredible.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a tight division over
0: there. It is. It's not the laughing stock of the league anymore.
1: It's shocking.
0: Yeah. Next game. Not much to say. I mean, Kenny Pickett, Steelers versus the Bills. Yeah. Kenny Pickett's first start. Pretty tough draw for Kenny Pickett for his first start to be against the Bills.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, the Bills won this one 38 to 3. Like you said, tough for Kenny Pickett, this being his first start. That's not to say that Kenny Pickett, you know, isn't a good quarterback or whatever. Like, he played pretty well against a Buffalo defense that is actually incredible. So you can't hold him against that. He's still miles better than Mitch Trubisky. So yeah. he's got that going for him. But yeah, the Bills, they've stomped on him.
0: Yeah. I don't think he could throw as many interceptions as he want, and they're still gonna praise him. I mean, I saw the thing. It's like when Mitch Trubisky throws an interception, everyone's like, "Oh, he sucks." And then when like uh, Kenny Pickett throws a pick or interception, they're like, "Oh, it's okay. Like he, he's the future. Like mm-hmm. he can't really do anything wrong. Like yeah. all the Steelers fans are gonna look at him like he's the guy. Like right. no matter at this what he point, does, he
1: is the future in their minds. Right. And so he's got like this grace window for the rest of this season, probably going into next as well.
0: Yeah. Gabriel Davis for the Bills. Shout out Gabriel Davis, man. Uh, winning me my fantasy league, as long as Derek Carr can do something tonight, I'll be fine. But um, Gabriel Davis, 98-yard touchdown. What was it, like a 65-yard touchdown? Yeah. And then the catch for like six yards. That was his stat line. Yeah.
1: He came out and scored, what, 32 points this weekend. Uh, I was playing, well, I play you in one league and I play Debbie in another league. Uh, Debbie had Gabriel Davis oh, on his bench.
0: That's oh on their bench on his bench. That's awful because
1: because he hasn't put up any points. He's put up like six points, two points, and then all of a sudden he breaks out this week. And so it looks like I'm going to beat Debbie. That stinks in fantasy.
0: Yeah. This next game, I'll let you talk about because I'm sure you have something. Yeah, to I, say. Got, I got things to say on this Chargers month, Browns.
1: Chargers Browns. Look, um, Browns organization. We are good. Like. If you, if you would have told me going into this year that our quarterback that we traded for, Deshaun Watson, would not be playing this week against a Charger squad that I believe has high potential to go to the Super Bowl and that we were going to play this game, be ahead for most of it, play really well, and then barely lose, I would have laughed in your face because the Chargers are good and the Browns, without a quarterback, I didn't think would be anything. Our running game is phenomenal. Jacoby Brissett is amazing. Like, if Deshaun Watson never came back and we had to play Jacoby Brissett forever, I would not be upset with that. Dead serious. Our defense could use some work. We have a lot of great pieces on defense. The defensive coordinator, there's a lot of talk that he's on the chopping block right now because obviously the defense hasn't lived up to the hype that was built this offseason. But overall, we are a really good squad. Um, Jacoby Brissett is all but perfect in the first 57 minutes of any given game or for the last three weeks in that last two minutes and 50 seconds he has thrown a pick because we need to go down the field we need to score and when he gets rushed when he has to go out the pocket and throw obviously he is still a backup and he's not meant to be a runner so he throws those interceptions I'm not upset it's unfortunate that we lose these games because we're better than this but overall I'm pretty happy
0: with what we have going on in Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, Chargers practically gift-wrapped this game to the Browns, going for it on fourth Mm -hmm. and two. Horrible play call. Like, horrible decision by Brandon Staley. He's made a lot of boneheaded mistakes as a head coach, and I think this is far and away his worst. That was horrible. Should have cost them the game. But, you know, Kate York, he misses all of the clutch kicks except for when he was playing the Panthers. So he has to go out and miss the field goal, but, I mean... Yeah, I mean, Browns, they've surprised, I think, most people. Yeah. Their offense looks phenomenal. I think if you told a Browns fan going into the year, they would say that their offense would have been the problem and their defense would have been their strength. But it's completely been the opposite.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Chargers came into this game having 250 yards rushing for the whole year, four weeks leading up to this. And then they ran for 238 on Sunday, which is not good for the defense. Um, but on our side of the ball with the running, Nick Chubb, uh, still leads the league in rushing yards. Uh, he and Kareem Hunt just are the best running back duo in football. We need to pay Kareem Hunt just as soon as the season <laughs> is over because if we lose either one of them, I don't think we're winning any games.
0: Yeah, but yeah, there was. I mean, there's a lot to be happy about if you're a Browns fan. Absolutely. Chargers. I mean, I still think they're a good team, but they've got to wake gotta up. They have. They up. haven't played great. Yeah. Bears and Vikings. You know, the Bears. They were so close. I I say it every single week, but I feel so bad for Justin Fields. Like, he has nobody to throw the ball to. He's throwing to Equinemius St. Brown. I think it's, it's Amon Ross St. Brown's brother. He's yeah. throwing to Equinemius St. Brown. He's throwing to, um, what's his name, Darnell Mooney, yeah. who has done nothing this year. And he, I mean, his offensive line is horrible. Like, he is on such a bad team. And he made it a good game with this Vikings team. Like, they had a chance to go down the field and tie the game. They were down by 7 with like 40 seconds to go. He hits the receiver. They're at like the 50. He runs up to the 40. And then the uh, Vikings corner just rips it right out of the receiver's hand. Takes it back. Game over. Like, uh, it. Bear Justin Fields, his stats look awful. Their team looks awful. But he's a good quarterback. And I think after his... Like rookie contract is over. If he can get out, uh, get out of Chicago, or Chicago can bring him some help, I think that he'll show that he is a good quarterback, and there's a reason he was drafted in the first round. But their team around him is so bad that he can't. I mean, no matter how good you are, you can't win with Equanimous Saint Brown.
1: Yeah. Fortunately for Justin Fields, like you said, his stats look bad, keeps losing games, but he is good, and fortunately, a lot of people do recognize that. Like I don't think there's. A coach or GM in the league that's saying oh well we we'll just look at his stat sheet and he's not playing good so we won't even consider him once his rookie contract is up no he he plays well he's a good quarterback he's mobile he can throw on the run he can throw in the pocket if need be like he's a good all-around quarterback and so I'm excited for him to get out of Chicago just as soon as humanly possible uh-huh. because that is a terrible organization and I don't want to see a very good Ohio State quarterback's career Diminish there.
0: I mean, they might be the worst quarterback franchise ever.
1: That's true. but Worse than the Browns. That's saying something. Yeah, it is.
0: I mean, Vikings, they're good. They're a good team, and the Bears held their own. But, I mean, the Vikings got the win. They take the lead in the NFC North. But, I mean, they don't look dominant. But right. I, mean, I thought
1: they'd look a lot better than they do this year so far. Um, they still look good, but like you said, they don't look dominant.
0: Yeah. But next game was... Really shocking for us.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: The Lions and the Patriots, Jared Goff has played phenomenal all season long. And the Patriots are start, was, were starting Bailey Zappi, which I do apologize. You would said it was Zappi, and I was like, it's Zap. But you are right, it's Zappi. My, <laughs> My apologies. Accepted. So Patriots were starting rookie Bailey Zappi. Wow, the Lions were out here with their incredible offense. Amon Ross Brown was back, and they got blanked. Yeah, why don't we like sixteen zero? I think yeah, it was. like nineteen. Nothing like yeah, something like that. Jared Goff, putrid. I mean, they, the Patriots defense got a touchdown. They Jared Goff could not do anything. Lions. I was shocked. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, I was. We both picked the Lions. Yeah, uh, the Lions were one of those teams that you're like, they're not great, but they're solid for sure. Like, they stand a chance to make the playoffs. There's like a bunch of stuff. You're like, Lions are a good team. They're not great, but they're good. Patriots are not good. So it was really shocking to see the Patriots come in and win. With Bailey Zappi. Yeah.
0: Better like, than Mac Jones.
1: Yeah. Bailey Zappi is like their third string quarterback.
0: Yeah. I mean, props to Bailey Zappi. One and as a starter, but I mean, their yeah. defense, Patriots defense was phenomenal. I mean, I don't know what went on with Jared Goff. I think, I mean, their offense was the number one scoring offense in the NFL going into this game. And they got shut out, which is crazy. Yeah. It's unfortunate for the Lions. Yeah. They're 1-4 and four now. I mean, they uh, they got tied for the worst record in the league, which, I mean, you I'm thought talking. they'd be a good team. I think that they still are a good team and that they'll win games. But yeah. maybe we overhyped them a little bit too much. I'm starting to think so.
1: Like I said, week five is the time to start panicking you got a bad record, time to start panicking lines. You need to be able to close out games.
0: Yeah. And then the next game, Seahawks and Saints. We both said the Seahawks were going to be one of the worst teams in the league this year. And they were 2-2 two and two going into this game, and so was New Orleans. New Orleans had Andy Dalton starting for this one again. Alvin Kamara was back, but still no Michael Thomas and no Jarvis Landry, I don't think. Mm, and then Chris Olave got a concussion in this game, so he was ruled right. out halfway through. But... The Saints have someone named Taysom Hill, and he decided that he was just be, going to become, you know, the greatest player of all time. And he explodes. He threw a touchdown. He ran into touchdowns. He had 69
1: return yards on, like, kickoffs. Yeah. He had the, an absolute pancake of a block to get yeah. Alvin Kamara the gap to get the first down to close
0: out the game. I like, mean, he looks phenomenal. Seahawks. They've been in two back to back shootout games. Geno Smith, actually, like as much hate as the Seahawks were getting this offseason, Geno Smith looks like a very good quarterback. Like he's in all these shootouts, he's making great throws. Like, I don't know if you saw, he was rolling out to his left and he, like, he threw it sort of like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it was, he couldn't have thrown a better ball, of like six, I don't know, 40 yards down the field. Like, Geno Smith is an actual good quarterback, it looks like.
1: Yeah. I mean, what I would like to know most of all is, can we get one more bad quarterback in Seattle and see how Pete Carroll does? Because obviously Russell Wilson is not looking good in Denver, but he looks fantastic in Seattle. Geno Smith was ruled out as like, there's no way this guy will ever play in the NFL again. Goes to Seattle, and Pete Carroll's got him looking like a fantastic quarterback. I mean, yeah, he
0: was in a quarterback competition this offseason with Drew Locke.
1: Yeah, like that's, that's a bad QB room. Like, of course he's going to win the starting job, but now he's playing games and throwing well and looking like a
0: competent quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's, like, he's got top five quarterback stats. I mean, yeah. stat-wise in the league. like He's looking he's, great.
1: Funny enough, like we mentioned last week, he looks better stat-wise than Russell Wilson does. Oh, he, he looks, looks way, way better
0: than Russell Wilson does. But, I mean, yeah. I'm sure Broncos fans kind of wish they had Juno Smith right now. Yeah, facts. Next game, another, I mean, sort of shock. The Dolphins and the Jets. Teddy Bridgewater was ruled out of this one early. With a concussion so yeah the dolphins had to play uh rookie seventh round pick skylar thompson who yeah right skylar thompson had to play for the dolphins so i mean you can kind of think you can kind of predict what happened next if you're starting a seventh round rookie you're right. probably not going to get the win i mean it doesn't matter who you're playing and this jets team they're not as bad as the previous jets teams are i mean they are three and two now they have a winning record
1: yeah which is incredible uh my apologies personally to all of our viewers who took our advice in the fantasy episode to not take anyone from New York, I would like to yeah. officially put out an apology because let me tell you what, all three New York teams look better than I thought they would, other than the Bills. The Bills are obviously fantastic as we thought they would be. But the Giants and the Jets, they look way better than I ever thought they would. They're winning games. They, they look, good I don't understand why f-
0: I saw this thing it was the first time in I don't remember how many years but it was the first time in a long time that the Giants and the Jets each have a winning record and that includes week one if they just both go 1-0 like it hasn't happened in that long I mean that's really it doesn't bad. matter that they're beating Skylar Thompson they're winning games like a couple yeah, a years win ago the win. they still would have lost to Skylar Thompson and they're I mean the Jets are looking really good Zach Wilson's 2-0 coming back from his injury I mean the random the jets and the giants they got a lot to be happy about right now sure they might not be super bowl contenders or even playoff contenders but they've out they've outdone everyone's expectations already yeah
1: now i would like to i'm going to cut into your time viewer i'm going to take away a bunch of your time really quick here because i would like to talk about the nfl concussion
0: oh, oh yeah it. i i really don't like this
1: Okay, so this is how it works now. After the Tua uh, Valoa injury where he obviously goes down week three um, gets up, is a little shaky finishes the game and then comes in week four gets slammed on the ground goes into like that paralytic state and now he's like got way messed up neurological stuff going on. So he's like out for who knows how long. The NFL and the NFL Players Association have reached an agreement that they will revise concussion protocol. The revision being that if there's, so there's spotters now on the sidelines of the games that watch for these head collisions, and then if a player like, stumbles or looks disoriented, then it doesn't matter if they pass the concussion protocol that has been in place for who knows how long. Um, it doesn't matter. Because they stumbled, that means that they don't get to come back into the game play so that's what happened to teddy bridgewater is he got hit in the head uh he stumbled a little bit and so even though he passed concussion protocol which he should have been able to come in based on the old rules he was ruled that he couldn't come out or he couldn't come back in so that's why they had to play with a third string guy my problem with this like i'm all for player safety that's totally cool my problem is like you're paying these guys to play football so and it's their career that's on the line so if you as the coach decide you want to put him in and they as the player decide they want to take that risk, I say go for it. What happens if you're in postseason and the spotter sees Patrick Mahomes stumble a little bit after a hit? Does he come out of the game and now the Chiefs lose because the spotter decided that Patrick Mahomes can't play?
0: Yeah. I think it was a. it's I mean, I think it's an overreaction from the NFL's part. It was a it freak injury, literally like 99 times out of 100, that isn't going to happen. Like, uh, there's a reason that it's the first time it's happened and it's being freaked out. It's because it's never happened before. Mm -hmm. And it was on the national spot. Like, if it was a normal Sunday night game, it wouldn't be talked about like it is. But it's because it was a Thursday night. Everyone was watching it. It was a big game and it was a freak accident with a good player. That's why I I think it was way overreacted. And like you said, now if one person's a little stumbly, they're out and they can't come back in. And then it's a whole difference in the game.
1: Yeah. It's. It's an overreaction. Um, I'm glad that they're trying to keep the players safe, but at the end of the day, they're professionals, it's their career that's on the line, and you're paying them. Right. It's not up to the NFL to decide if they play or not. Yeah. This is my take.
0: Yeah, I whole, whole, wholeheartedly agree with you. Anyway, yeah. we can move on past that. Sorry no, for wasting your time. No. Next reasons. game, uh, we got the Falcons and the Bucks. I mean, due to time, we did have a clip from this game, but do we still want to show it? I mean, we can just talk about it. Yeah,
1: we can just talk about All it. Right. It's fine. So, actually, Sue Ellen, just roll it in the background while we talk.
0: Yeah, can you do that? So you All right. So YouTube the Bucks were work. playing the Falcons, and the Falcons made an incredible comeback. Here's the clip right there. If you're turning tune into the YouTube to see that, it's in the background. But the uh, Falcons make an incredible comeback, and they're down by six with three minutes to go, and it's third down. The Falcons or the Bucks snap. The Falcons get in. Grady Jarrett makes a great move, gets to Tom Brady, grabs him, brings him down for the sack. Fourth down. Falcons are getting the ball for a chance for the lead. Wait, hold on. Here comes the flags. They call roughing the passer on Grady Jarrett. Tom Brady didn't even throw the ball. I do not... I can't tell you enough how bad of a call that was. Like, I'm all for, like, obviously I love the NFL. And I'm like, dude, like, everyone's like, Tom Brady's like a cheater. The NFL's a little bit scripted. And I'm like, come on. Like, no. After seeing this, it's like... This makes the NFL not even like watchable if they're going to be that like make sure Tom Brady's winning games like if that was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, that was really bad. Obviously roughing the passer and roughing the kicker, the same type of call where the quarterback throws it or the kicker kicks it, they're off balance, they're not like standing where they can take a hit because they just <coughs> either kicked the ball away and they're on one leg or threw the ball and they've just put all of their mem- momentum forward. So if they take a hit they eat that hit and it hurts and they can get injured. And so I understand roughing the passer and roughing the kicker. Good calls. But if you don't even throw the ball, that's not roughing the passer. You can't call that. That's just a sack.
0: I don't words can't describe how bad of a call it was and I was furious, just not not as like a rooting against the Bucks fans, but just as a football fan, like yeah. the foul the tight uh the Dolphins got in trouble this offseason for tampering with the integrity of the game but right there that is tampering with the integrity of the game you're taking a chance for the falcons to win away and you're just giving the bucks the win like that was yeah it wasn't even a hard throwdown or anything it was a tackle mm -mm. that happens
1: routinely in every nfl game a thousand times
0: a little ridiculous terrible call by the referee yeah next game titans and washington i mean that washington made it a game towards the end they Mm -hmm. came back got down to the two with a chance for the lead, down by four, and Carson Wentz threw an interception to end the game. I mean, Titans, they started 0-2, and now they're 3-2, and riding a good winning streak. I mean, they're doing what they need to do to win.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, do what they need to do to win. They're not playing well, but, you know, a win's a win, as long as those tallies in the win column keeps going up, that's what matters.
0: Yeah. Next game, there's a lot... Uh, this is crazy to me.
1: This was a shocking game. Uh, this is Texans, Jaguars, um, We both picked the Jaguars because they've been playing pretty well. They've played a lot of good teams and made it close. So I really believed that the Jags were going to win this. Uh, And then the Jags did not win this. Um, Trevor Lawrence basically threw the game away in the back of the end zone. Houston picks it off to basically win the game. Uh, There were a bunch of crazy plays. Uh, Damian Pierce looks really good as a running back for some reason. He looks fantastic. Uh, And Davis Mills... Looks pretty good. Like, it was a really shocking day for the Texans. I was really surprised. But, you know, good on them for getting the win.
0: Yeah. I mean, everyone's saying the Jags are for real. We are saying the Jags are for real. And yeah. then they go, they lose to the Eagles last week. Who The Eagles, great team. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, now they're losing to the Texans. I mean, who knows if they are for real.
1: Are they for real or just they a fluke those couple games? Yeah, for they're reals. maybe
0: one of the exceptions for it. It's week five. We don't really know about Jacksonville yet. We might have to to wait a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, for sure. All right, San Francisco, Carolina Panthers. I'll let you talk about this one.
0: You you know, I've been on my phone for a little bit, if you couldn't tell, and I was trying to find this happy music. Matt Rule is gone. It was announced this morning. Matt Rule has been fired. Panthers got obliterated, shockingly. I know, but I could not be happier. They took a major step in the right direction. Matt Rule's gone. They fired the defensive coordinator. Who there's been a lot of things about how the defensive coordinator. No one likes him because he's trying to run a college defense, and everyone's like, "We are not a college." Like he's trying to run three blitz, like three guys on the line, and then the rest are DBs. Like nothing, And and they're like, "You can't do this in the NFL." And he's like. No, and so there's been a lot of drama with that. Matt Rule gets fired. Hallelujah. The defensive coordinator gets fired. Okay, let's go. Sure, we might not be good. Sure, we're, we're going to still be awful the rest of the season. But Matt Rule is fired. We took eight steps in the right direction today. I do not care. We, we might not win a game the rest of the season, okay? I get it. We don't have, a, I mean, our coach I mean, we didn't have a coach before, but this coach has no, it's an interim coach. He's coming in no, like, he no not yeah, he doesn't have any, like, what's the word? Like, he doesn't have anything with this team. Like, he's going to come and he's going to try to make something work after having no time to work, you know? Mm-hmm. Sure, we might not win. We might end up with the first pick. If that happens, even better. Then we go out and we get a quarterback. I'm so happy that Matt Rule's gone. Literally, all over Instagram today, all these NFL, like, fan accounts are like, I'm so happy for Panthers fans today. Like, their franchise is finally moving in the right direction. Like, I was so happy when he was gone. And, you know, and then they interviewed the owner today. He's like, it was time. Like, we won't tolerate losing. <laughs> it only <laughs> took so much losing. But I'm, I'm ecstatic. I mean, we, sure, I've said this a lot. We're not going to be good this year. Baker, Baker is also, also came out today. Baker, high ankle sprain. Yeah. Baker's going to be missing multiple weeks, so there's more reasons that... Actually, we could be competitive now, but we're going to be rolling out PJ Walker against the Rams and then the Bucks. I mean, <laughs> sorry, PJ, but... Taking two L's there. That's fine. We're going to have a fresh start after the season, obviously, unless the interim comes out and just incredible. We're going to go get, it, get our new coach, make the right choice, I'm, I'm praying. Can't be worse than a rule. And then he gets his fresh start, Probably with the top three pick in the draft. Take a quarterback that you want, start your team, we're good. There has been reports that like teams now are trying to go and like get good players from the Panthers. They're like, oh here, we'll give you picks, like, to help rebuild your team. Like they're acting like it's like a fire sale. Like, here we want this guy, we want this guy. Yeah. But like I understand, like, I'm okay with some of that. Obviously, don't trade away DJ Moore. Don't trade away. The defense, the defense is incredible. Like, if we can keep our defense, awesome. Don't yeah. trade the defense. Don't trade the DJ Moore. you're running a
1: college defense and they look that dominant is incredible.
0: Exactly. And then, obviously, there's been a lot of talks about McCaffrey within the last hour. They're saying a, six teams have called the Panthers today about McCaffrey. And a team that's came up a lot is the Bills. And, I mean, McCaffrey is my favorite player in the league. By far. I mean, right, rightfully so. He's the best player on our team. And I obviously do not want him traded. He's been on our team forever. But if I'm really going to say, I think he will get traded. I hope I'm wrong, but I think he will. And if he does get traded, I would hope he'd go to Buffalo because I would love to see McCaffrey get a Super Bowl. I I mean, he, he yeah. stuck with our team for so long, and our team's been so bad. He's just done everything for us. And if we can flip him and get a couple picks, I mean, obviously, I'd rather have McCaffrey, but. If we're going to flip some players he's and get a some players good
1: so he'll get some good picks for him. Right. Yeah, congratulations,
0: Carolina. I'm so happy for you guys. I'm, I am too. Man, I was at work today with my dad, and I looked down, and I see breaking news, Matt Rule's fired, and I was like, oh my goodness. I didn't know it was actually possible. But yeah, I was, that's why I said happy Monday, because I'm in a good mood. He's in a fantastic mood. He's never coming
1: off this high. All right. Oh, but anyway. He didn't actually get to
0: the. Oh right, no nah, Niners, Niners. Niners kind of won. smoked them. Niners Baker won. threw pick six. I mean, kind of expected. But Matt Rule's gone, so it doesn't matter.
1: All right, uh, Cowboys, L. <laughs> A. LA. Cooper Rush is the real deal, man. Is he? He is the real deal.
0: Is he though? The Dallas is defense though. is the real deal.
1: Dallas defense is the real deal. Michael Parsons is the real deal. He will win Defensive Player of the Year. He is phenomenal. He is the best ever. Like he. Leads the league in sacks. He was the quickest player to however many sacks he has now. He's only had 21 games. And he has incredible number of sacks at this point. But uh, Dallas won. to beat the Rams. The Rams, time to panic. Um, you don't look good. You keep floundering games. You don't look like you know what you're doing at all. Matthew Stafford hasn't thrown a touchdown in like three games. Um, it's bad in LA. It looks bad. It does. Uh, it looks
0: good in Dallas. Dude. <laughs> You say Cooper Rush is the real deal. A lot of people say Cooper Rush is the real deal. I mean, obviously, he's winning them games, and that's what matters. Your stats don't matter. But he doesn't, he's not doing anything to win them these games. Yeah, he's not making mistakes and throwing interceptions, but I don't think Dak was doing that either. I mean, they're playing really good football around him. They're doing, they have a really good running game. Tony Pollard, I think he's a great running back, and he's shown that he's just. He's better than Zeke by a mile. He's way better than Zeke. I think he's great. But the Cowboys defense. I don't know if I've seen a defense like that in a while. I mean, their defense is really... Yeah, we're
1: talking like purple people eaters, steel curtain type defense going on. They've looked great. Lost. I mean,
0: obviously, they should just keep playing Cooper Rush because if they bring back Dak and then they lose, the whole world will end. Billy, will be like, this is why you keep playing Cooper Rush. So I think, I mean, obviously, they're winning games with him. Keep him in until something goes wrong. And then once something goes wrong, then you bring back Dak.
1: Yeah. But... I mean, they're paying Dak too much to not start him when he comes back, so he will start. Um, but you know, it just shows that it's. This is why you pay backup quarterbacks, because he's been playing well, and so it's like, yeah, your season could have been over when Dak got injured, and now you could be zero and five at this point. But instead, you're four and one, which is why you pay a backup. Yeah. So good job, Cooper Rush, coming in, keeping Dallas competitive, and fantastic job, Dallas defense for being the best. Ever. I mean, yeah, he's
0: looked great, but like, like we said, Dallas defense first drive, Dallas. Defensive touchdown. The next drive, Rams are punting, blocked. The uh, Cowboys get it at like the Rams 20, three and out, field goal. I mean, Cooper Rush, yeah, he's winning them games, but he's not doing the stuff to win them the games. He's just right. being the game manager and making sure they don't lose the game. That's what they need at this point. Mm-hmm. So good job, Cowboys. Yeah. Austin, real quick, when you were talking about the defense, you said purple people eaters. What does that mean?
1: You don't know what the Purple, purple people, people Eaters Purple People Eaters
0: was the Vikings defense a, while, a long time ago, and it was one of the best defenses like in history.
1: Yeah. Purple People Eaters, Steel Curtain, Legion of Boom, 85 Bears. Those are the best, four best defenses that have ever existed. All right, we'll go with that. <laughs> okay. It's fine. This is why I is behind the camera. I'm not in front of the camera like us. No,
0: I, I was just tripping. I was like, what in the world
1: is a Purple People eater?" <laughs> no. Now you know. This is why you listen to the KNA Football Podcast, so you can be That's educated so on things like right this. Now. There you go. I've been enlightened.
0: Yeah. All right. We should probably just hurry through yeah, these next couple games because I think we're really well, long on time. But <laughs> Eagles, Cardinals, Eagles for only 5 and 0 team in the league. They look good. Yeah.
1: Um, I sent Debbie a clip of this one, but we don't have to play it because it doesn't matter. It was, the, it was just the clip of Arizona missing the field goal, mm. which gave um, the Eagles the win. The win, which puts them at five and zero, which good for them. Um, I personally like an undefeated team oh, football. I, I love it. I think it's so much fun. It makes me want to root for them because I, I do want to see them go all the way, win the whole Super Bowl. I think that's fun. Um, it brings a lot of hype to the team.
0: Yeah, the seventy two Dolphins are a little. We're
1: kind of snobby. I mean, yeah, we need to knock them off their high horse. Right. Come yeah. on, Eagles, I'm pulling for you all the way. Yeah,
0: let's go modern day.
1: But yeah, uh, Eagles look good. Um. What really ended up winning the Eagles this game was that uh, Kyler Murray, on a third down, they call up a QB draw play Kyler Murray runs. Or no,
0: it was on a second down.
1: Was it on a second down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on a second down, you're right. On a second down, uh, they call up a QB draw play. Uh, Kyler Murray runs, slides before the first down marker. He believes that he has the first down, but because he ran and they were low on time, no timeouts, he runs up and... Spikes the ball to stop the clock, which brings up fourth down when they thought that it was going to be uh, then second down at that point. Yeah. Um, so then they had to kick the long field goal, which ended up losing them the game. So it was an unfortunate error um, by Kyler Murray because he could have got the first down.
0: Yeah. I mean, but, boneheaded mistake by him. That's why I mean, you got to be 100% sure before you spike that ball. Like maybe spend more time doing football stuff instead of playing Call of Duty. Never know. Yeah, but anyway, uh,
1: good job Eagles. Eagles get the win. Five and no. yeah, way. Yeah, keep
0: keep going, Eagles. Um, next next game, Bengals, Ravens, last night's game. It was, I mean, the Bengals, a little bit of worry about their offense, should be dominant with all of their weapons, but it's not. Their head yeah. coach, not great at calling plays, and then Justin Tucker is still Justin Tucker and he drills their uh, game winner. They said if the field goal post was a half a yard wide. He would have made it. It was that straight down the middle.
1: Yeah, legend has it that if Justin Tucker kicks a field goal it is mathematically proven that if you split right where the ball went through, it will be perfect halves on either
0: side. Incredible. Like, he is out of the sweat of a kicker. But yeah. Bengals have a lot to worry about. I mean their offense should be unstoppable and it's not. Yeah, it
1: doesn't look like last year. I'm starting to look pretty smart for saying they're falling off. Um, I did, when we were picking you know, the division champions and everything. I did pick them to do well. Um, but my original take that they were going to fall off from last year is looking pretty good right about now.
0: Yeah. Who knows? And then yeah. before we go, let's pick Thursday night's game.
1: Yeah. Well, it's up here on the screen oh. unless you want to change no, it. No, that's not
0: the Thursday night game. This is tonight's game. Oh, this is tonight's game. That's my bad. Thursday night game. Obviously, our pickums won't be until after the Thursday night game. Bears right. and Washington. Who you got?
1: Bears, Washington. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you here. Uh... I'm going to take Washington, and I am going to, this week, in every league that I have, I have one league where I have Aaron Rodgers and Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz has been riding the bench. Carson Wentz is getting a promotion in that league. Aaron Rodgers will be riding my bench, and Carson Wentz will be getting the starting role in my fantasy team.
0: You know, that makes me really mad that you picked Washington, because, like, as bad as they have been, they've they've looked good offensively. And the Bears, again, have also looked good, but they don't have anything. I mean, Washington, they've got Terry McLaurin, they've got uh Curtis Samuel, mm-hmm. and now Brian Robinson, he played on Sunday, and now he'll be in an improved role. I think Brian Robinson is gonna be a top running back in the league in a year or two. Obviously, not right away. Yeah, I
1: pull for him to be I'm rooting for him to be good, man. Love him. The fact that he gets shot comes back six weeks later, plus or a little bit more than that, but he comes back just a little while later playing an NFL game.
0: Right. Love the guy. Yeah, which is why I'm also picking Washington. That's kind of gonna hope you were pick the Bears, but yeah. I, I would love to pick the Bears because it's Justin Fields, but I just don't think they have any offense to be able to sustain it. But yeah. Oh, and uh, our picks, uh, we don't have them pulled up this week because Debbie's not here, and it's just a lot of technical stuff to have to add on. But we do. We did make the poll, and you guys voted. That's true. And it is seventy percent, or not seven. It was. It was overwhelming overwhelming majority vote was the loser of the punishment has to go i I mean you see it every year the loser of a fantasy football league always does something like this this is a very common football related punishment and it's a good one i'm glad it was picked it's a good one the loser of the pickums has to go to a waffle house and spend 24 hours at waffle house but every waffle they eat takes an hour off their time yeah it should be a lot of fun
1: for whoever is
0: watching. Yeah.
1: For whoever's watching and not for whoever's participating, which will definitely be me at this <laughs> point. Like I said, week five, time to start panicking. <laughs> I am starting to panic a little bit. Because I wonder. My picks have been doing very poorly recently. My
0: thoughts on this is where's, who's uh, paying for these waffles? That's what I want to know too. The KNA Fund? Hey, go fund me. Everyone out there. <laughs>
1: We're going to start streaming on Twitch. We want you all to that's come. Yeah, we, we need you guys to come over, actually sponsor. Uh, if you know someone that's will, that wants to shout out on the KNA Football Podcast, we will take, uh, you know, we'll shout you out on the podcast for a little bit of money. Speaking of speaking shout outs, shout-outs, I was just going to say, do you
0: want to say it? You can say it. No, nah, you got this. All right, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shout out to, okay, I'm going to start it. Obviously, we got some fans, you know, listeners to the podcast, we real do. ones. Yeah. Love you guys. And, You know, I didn't. I don't know how many people actually listen to full episodes. And we did find out this weekend that our, one of our friends from Indiana, listens to every episode the whole way through,
1: whole way through, and then goes and tells all her friends to go and listen.
0: I did not hear that. That was even better.
1: Yeah. Shout fantastic. out, yeah. shout out to Mariah Bronson from Indiana. I don't know what your town name. Is. Montgomery. Montgomery. No, yeah, yeah, Montgomery. yeah, Montgomery, Indiana, with your one yield sign. <laughs> um, he <laughs> sometimes, sometimes that's what comes. You know, we are a uh, nationwide podcast at this point. You know, we've spanned out from just one state. Uh, we got listeners in multiple states now. too. We listeners in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, we have listeners. Let's go logistics. <laughs> hey, but you know what? Shout out to Mariah Brunson. Uh, a, a real one, a true fan of the podcast, Dilly Dilly. The
0: whole town, all 20 of them. All yeah. 20 people in the town. They all got to know. Mariah, you now you know. Since we gave you that shout out, we'll be waiting for our money. I'm waiting for the donation. But, yeah, anything you want to say before we go?
1: Uh, not too much. Yeah. Go Browns.
0: Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode of the K A Football Podcast. Matt Rule's fired. It's a good day in Carolina. It was a good week of football. See you next time.